Hey again, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. The podcast with Davo and Ryan here hosting you through another week, another Monday day episode here for you as we go, as we continue to grind, rethink fatherhood and go and just be a better version of ourselves one step at a time. As we said, it's Davo here and I got Ryan and Ryan, how we feeling? How we doing? How, that was a lot. lot. That was, was a lot, lot to take in. In 26 seconds. Yeah, 26 yes. seconds. That's a lot of information. And I didn't breathe. I didn't breathe yeah. once. Well, before we get into our topic, let me uh, take take a drink out of my delicious beer. <laughs> yeah, I should make fun of this. I can't. I can't even make fun of this today. Yeah, um, I was going to. Just want me to. You want me to bring it right from the top? Ah, uh, yeah, might as well. Yeah, might no, as well. No conjecture. Just, uh, just, just, just topical discussion. Dave, today we are talking about when it is all right to introduce alcohol to your children and not like, hey, take a drink. Here, and, shotgun this beer. Yeah, I got <laughs> Come a, here, Jimmy. I just got a, I just got a, a fifth of gunpowder gin. Uh, dude, let's let's uh, let's get schlitzed. Dad, it's a dad, it's a Tuesday and I have to be back for soccer practice at four. Yeah. So we got like, yeah. 15 minutes to do this. Cake yeah, stands no. are bust, you little bastard. Let's yeah, fucking nothing, go. Nothing like that. Not, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing like that. Like, nothing like that at all. More specifically, like what when to bring up the topic. So when it meets them in the big waking world, it isn't going to be incredibly alarming and confusing. And then they'll they'll get the wrong idea about it. Um, and it goes back to, I, I, I knew I, I, I talked about on one of our PSA things, um controlling the narrative of, with your kid about um certain news items and so they don't you know pick up the wrong information or you know whatever right um so you can be you can put everything in in, in some amount of context i think it was about the russia thing when it kicked off i think is what it was yeah that was about two i think yeah two about months two ago. months ago when you put that one out so yeah absolutely yeah. and this is going to be kind of the same concept in my mind, in my mind, it's a, the more information your your kid has going into one of these scenarios, which they will inevitably get themselves into. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. The, be- I did the better the better equipped they'll be to uh, make a good decision, and you know probably avoid drinking way too much or getting in a car with somebody who's drunk or operating a car with somebody who's drunk or. I don't know. One of the various, insert on here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of insert something on here. that I probably pulled when I was fucking eighteen, nineteen. Uh, definitely, just pick. I know a I did. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all. I, I know I did. Yeah. Don't do it. It's bad. You're and, bad. <laughs> for thinking. You know, it. The, and, and the reason for this episode that it came up, I was talking to Ryan about this, and I saw a buddy of mine who I haven't seen in a few months, and we were out at the bar having a couple beers and go figure. And he just got married recently, so. I was super proud of him. Amazing dude. So happy he got his life. You know, he's getting his life going, basically. Talking to me and my one buddy, we both have one child. And he goes, not as a dad, but as somebody who wants to have kids. When is it do you when is it that you guys find it acceptable to introduce your children to alcohol? And that actually had me thinking for a moment. I'm like, shit, I never actually really thought about that situation before. Mainly because I grew up around alcohol my entire life like literally from the time i was born 
until now it's always been like kids parties fucking beers all over new year's eve every major holiday there there was some kind of alcohol around when i thought about it, i was like i was always introduced to it at a really young age so i never really thought about it and he brought up that his parents actually never like they basically said alcohol doesn't exist and never brought up alcohol never had it around the house none of that and he's like i i just not sure so we figured if there's a you know a person who wants to be a dad <clears throat> and they're asking this question this has to be a topic of discussion for for you guys who are actually trying to figure these things out as we are so doing on this day so here we are yeah and there's a couple ways we could break this down uh we go through personal experience cultural uh stuff we could talk talk about that for instance like i, I think it's france no, up until like the early 2000s or late 90s, kids could have a glass of wine with lunch. Yeah. Because uh, it was just a cultural thing. Wine was not considered to be al- – well, it, obviously, it's alcohol, but it's just, you know, a cultural – it's a cultural part. It's from Norm. The- yeah, it's a it's cultural a, yeah, norm. Yeah, there you go. Normal. Cultural norm. Now, if you did that, you would get fucking crucified. And, you know, you know, rightfully so, they probably shouldn't be drinking wine in the middle of the day. <laughs> you know, what a time. It's um, for the antioxidants. Yeah. yeah. You know what? French people do have really ridiculously good heart health. I was just quoting the office, though. So, but you know what? You do you. No, you that, do that, you. that's a real thing. It's, it's I know. All that, it's all that wine and duck fat. <laughs> wine. W- duck fat wine. Vintage. That sounds disgusting. Let me let me ask you this, Ryan. Sure. Have you always been around alcohol when you were growing yeah. up? Yeah, no, it was it was always around. Um, nobody hid it from me. My parents would never get knocked down, drag out, drunk in front of me, though. Um, that was a big right. thing that they uh, they always made sure to never do, which I appreciate. Okay. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, it, like, they'd have parties and we go over to other people, like to their friends' houses, and there would be drunk people there, but they would always. They would always conduct themselves very, very responsibly. Sure, yeah, responsibly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, my dad all never listened to. Fuck yeah, we responsible. We little piece of shit. <laughs> Next time he sees. Well, you didn't realize we were shotgunning beers right behind your back. You. I probably bitch. was, amongst other things. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like that. That's the way they handled it. Because mm-hmm. alcohol was always like a big, a big part of you know, like social gatherings for us. Um, and nobody was consistently obliterated. Yeah, people got drunk every once in a while. And uh, when I turned 18, 19, like I, I'd, I'd have beers with the family because I, I think what my dad said is like, oh, you're old enough to go fight in Iraq. You can have a beer. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was always his that was always his fucking thing. <laughs> um, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I was about 12 when they had the conversation with me about it, I, I want to say it was in there somewhere. That's about what I was thinking like that, like talking to Colt about it, like that nine to 12 range. I like maybe, maybe not so much like 12, but especially I remember like nine, 10 years old being really curious about it and yeah. really wondering like, Hey, this looks really cool. Everybody looks like they're having a great time. I want to do this. Like, I don't remember where it was or when it was. Um, I want to say it was like a New Year's time, but I think it was like 10 years old. I actually was like drunk for the first time. 
and I never really? realized I was drunk. Yeah. Like everything was like really fuzzy. And I just kind of remember and I'm like, whoa, this is this is weird. And it, it felt it felt good, you know, being a 10 year old. And then you wake up with the first ever hangover. You're like, yeah. holy fuck. Like this is what, what did I do? I want to do that again. Let's go. But I want to I want to say for me. I was actually introduced to drinking alcohol or remember drinking alcohol probably around 10, maybe 11, I want to say at the latest. But with that, it was always one of those like, uh, you're young, you're going, it was always justified like you're young, you're going to do it anyway. So as long as you do it at the house, we could kind of monitor you and things like that and not end up dead somewhere or do the wrong thing, you know, or get or get caught, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And I think what that did for me, I guess you could consider my, my quote unquote being talked about it with when I went out to parties, like especially when I was like 17, 18, I was going to college parties at that time with people I used to work with at the restaurant. And it was always, hey, I'm going to be responsible. This is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be drinking. So I'm not going to be home. And it was always more of like a responsible thing for me where it wasn't I wasn't hiding it. Because I had no reason to hide it, you know, okay. like where I see where I tend to see a lot of kids are like hiding it because they're afraid with their parents and they're they're afraid to do these certain things. And they're like, oh, oh, my parents told me I can never touch alcohol. So if I do and it's like. For me, yeah, it, yeah but that makes it I, in my personal opinion, that makes it so much worse because then you're trying to like. Oh, by the way, I, I don't disagree with the way they handled it with you. I don't. There was a family that did that um, when I was in high school. It was just like, listen, if you're going to do it, the basement's fine. Uh, give me your car keys. Right. Uh, I don't want to see you for the rest of the night unless somebody's hurt or dead. And that was the end of it. Yeah. 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 And, that, yeah, and, and people respected the rules and it was, it was, it was fine. Um, and obviously those people who remain nameless, they never like provided alcohol. Right the kids or anything but they're just like you know like hey whatever happens happens down there at least they're safe and they're right. not going to get arrested or anything like that um because kids will be kids and i remember going to the park and fucking drinking when i was 17 18 i did it all the time um <laughs> god <laughs> uh one of my friends is it was a park ranger. one of my friend's dad's a park ranger <laughs> he's not listening <laughs> That'd be funny though. I'll get a phone call tomorrow. You little, you little piece of shit. I fucking knew it. I knew you it. Dirt bags. <laughs> but you know, I think it's it, it's a topic if you approach it and you kind of lay down, like, hey, this is what's expected by the law. Um, you have to remember that like this, this, and this can happen to you. And these are the things that you get in trouble about. It's a, it, it's a lot easier for your child, your adolescent, I guess, at that point in time, I'm not telling you like, Hey, you catch a 12 year old slugging back Jim, Jim beam, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's time to, it's time yeah. to have a much larger conversation. I'm talking right. about older kids at this point in time. Um, right. It's much that that makes that makes their everybody's life a little bit safer. Um, go ahead. Do, do you think it's more so like you need to have that conversation like with a 14, 15 year old or more like that nine, 10 year old, like that, that early 
prepubescent, not so preteen, but almost there kind of. I mean, I'm going to have two or three conversations. I think this is how I'm going to handle it. Um, When he starts getting curious about it, I'll explain what it is. Mm. And I'll explain why, hey, because you're young, you probably shouldn't touch it for these reasons. Like, it's not good for you. Um, All of these things could happen to you at this age. Um, I'm older. My brain's half dead anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as as you're Um, slugging a six-pack back, don't do this. This is horrible. Mm, Give me another. Yeah, go get one out of the fridge for me. (laughs) I don't do that. I never do that. A daddy um, juice, as we call them here. Yeah. Yes. Daddy gets home, and then he gets a glass, and then he just gets mad. <laughs> Tastes like what's daddy's that kisses. Was that a Futurama? I think. Is what yeah. That yeah. Um. By the way, alcohol abuse is awful. <laughs> we don't condone it. We joke about it because we're awful people. It's true. We're we're awfully good people. Yeah. Awfully yeah. good. Awful. Awfully. Yeah. What you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it fucking takes whatever it takes um and then as they reach adolescence and i realize what's going to happen and if he's got a social circle social circle social circle yeah that one yeah um that that is what's involved um having a more direct con- uh, a more direct conversation about you know like conduct and things like that um would be would be the way i'm I'm gonna go after it and then if i have to have a third one about probably uh keep your dick in your pants <laughs> when you're when you're full of the booze it's probably a really bright idea too there idiot <laughs> i think that's actually a really smart way to go about it you know starting off young like maybe that elementary school phase uh, you know, i think it's gonna be when he starts getting like curious about it that's when it's gonna have the conversation's gonna have to happen th- yeah that, that's when th- that's what we're talking about like that that big introduction of like maybe not giving your kid the sip of beer as we all did growing up but more so yep. the having the conversation about it i mean if, if you're gonna give your kid a sip to have him taste and be like oh my god it's disgusting we all did it i don't fucking judge any which way would i probably do it maybe i don't know can't i can't say for certain probably not you know, but it's better than him. For me, I look at it better than him trying to go in there and do it himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, him going in and be like, oh, daddy's having a drink. Like more so now for kids parties and gatherings, like social gatherings, we don't try and have a lot of alcohol in the house. Like we do. We do have it. And like when we're having like a birthday party, or something for him, we, we try and minimize the overall amount of alcohol that's going to be around at the time but we still make it known like hey this is something that's out there like we're not completely i'm trying not to completely shield colt from the idea like hey alcohol exists because when you hit that 11 12 that fifth sixth seventh grade time frame you're gonna have friends who are like yo i got my dad's fucking liquor cabinet let's go and he's like what gets drunk the first time and then probably something stupid happens yeah, exactly. And that's what you're trying to avoid at the end of the mm-hmm. day. You know, or like, hey, he drinks too much and he's in the hospital. And that it only cause, takes one. Yeah, it caused serious, serious damage. Yeah. Um. So. 
at the end of the day, you know, once again, it's what we preach always is communication, right? So what hundred percent. That's that's a lesson I would take from this is just realistic communication with your children is always always the key. Um, don't obviously like, hey, you can't say, oh, if I treat you like an adult, you have to act like one because they're not going to. But if you treat them with respect, it's going to be a lot easier to get respect back from them. Uh, and the perfect example of that is your buddy who, I mean, not to call him out, but his parents didn't teach him shit about it. And right. now he's like, well, now what the fuck do I do? It, it, it sets them up for later in life. It really does. You know, if you let them have the experiences um then they can it with at a minimum at a very minimum um they can you know move along and make their make their judgment calls on their own yeah and that's always been the overarching situation here it's you know going in and being like not like slamming the table like you're a fucking adult like that shit never works 99% of the time so don't try and act like that big tough at least in my experiences, it never worked. I found my kid's only three and a half, going to be four. When I talk to him like a human being, he tends to listen. Like yeah. it, It's weird. It's absolutely fucking bonkers. And maybe I'm lucky at times and he's in a not listening phase. But when I actually sit down and have a conversation with him, like he can retain information and understand what it is I'm trying to say. And kids are, they're impressionable. But they're also impressionable to you because you're like the biggest role model in their lives. So they're going to take what you have to say. They're, they may It may not anchor in, but at least it's going to sit there and it's going to fucking build something in their subconscious down the road. Ha- having an open, con- you know, an open communication before it's too late. Like I almost relate it to the quote unquote talk that everybody's always worried about when their kids are getting older. That's kind of how I started looking at this conversation. It's like it, yeah. it's almost like another version of the talk. I uh, as awkward as that talk is going to be. <laughs> so do some people like relish it? It's like, listen, kid, sometimes people fuck. Oh, that's going to yeah. be me. A hundred percent. Is that what you're going to do? That's what I plan yeah. on. Yeah, that, that's listen, exactly. Listen, I am going to be as blunt as humanly possible. Be like, yo, you fucking. Are you going to be fucking? All right, this is what you got to do if you're going to be fucking. People are like, oh, that's so awkward. But fuck it'd be, that. It'd be a lot easier for them to hear it that way. They'd be like, well. <laughs> when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much and they have a couple Heinekens, this is what happens. <laughs> Heinekens. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even drink Heineken. I don't even know why I said it. I used to. I like it. Uh, I don't like I am born and bred in Pennsylvania. Yingling Lager all the way. Support us, Yingling. I love you, DG. Um, love me. Yeah, any of the Pennsylvania brands. Get them all. Stegmeier. Stegmeier's still around? I think it is. Oh, yeah. Stegmeier's still around. Um, yeah. SBC. But SBC changed Golden Coast Lager back to what it was. I don't like the new one. It's disgusting. Everything else you're doing great with, though. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to finish a uh, alcohol uh, an episode an alcohol about alcohol induced uh, yeah. conversation today. Yeah, I love it. I yeah, I don't have anything else. If you do, man. No, no, no. I don't. I absolutely don't. This was a fast one because it was uh, straight into the point. Straight into the point. And now it's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Uh, Boom. <laughs> what do you think I've been doing the entire time? I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> irony. Yeah. Well, I don't so call I, that irony. 
Yeah, tomato asparagus. Uh, it's really all the same. Uh, yeah. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. As always, it's great to see the tune-ins week in, week out, the sharing, the growing, and the continued support to rethink fatherhood and just be you have a little bit of fun along the way while having these tough conversations. Hopefully you got something out of this episode. You know, it's it's a conversation that doesn't get talked about a lot, and that's what we want to try and do and bring these types of conversations to the forefront. So if there's something that you want to hear on an episode or something that you've thought about and you think it might be good for other dads to listen to, shoot us a line at fearlessfatherspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Say what's up. We'll be more than happy to hear you and possibly make it an episode because that'd be awesome as hell. If you've ever been an inspiring podcaster and want to start your own podcast, we have the training for you. I sat down with a few months due to medical issues. But it finally got done. I put together the podcast idea to implement it. Podcast idea to implementation training. It is a free one hour training for you. If you've ever wanted to start a podcast, grow a podcast, think about you ever had an idea and you're like, I really want to do this, but I don't know where to begin. I put this training together for you for that person where we were two years ago now, back in April 2020, when we started this. That's right. Two years old already. It's fucking crazy to think about. But we have that training for you. It is absolutely free. Link for the description is to get access to it. Fearlessfathers.net slash idea dash to to dash implement. Hit that link. Enter your information. You'll get instant access to that training. One hour to start your own personal podcast. Yeah, definitely go listen to Dave's uh, new training. He... um it took him five months to record it, and then he gave me three days to listen to it and overview it and yelled at me when I forgot to do it. <laughs> Teamwork. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> so go listen to that. Go yeah, listen no, to no, it. Seriously, he put a lot of hard work into it, especially yelling at me. He was all It's mad. what I do best. Yeah. It's what I do best. Continue to go out there and share, rate, like, and review this podcast wherever you are. If you're on Spotify, hit those five-star buttons. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice little comment, nice little review. We love reading those. Maybe we'll feature you on a podcast episode with your review. I don't know. Maybe throw them a shirt. Throw them a mug. Sure. We haven't done. We haven't are done we the mug joke in like now? a year and a half. Are we bribing them? Uh, we could bribe. I'll bribe I think for that's, reviews. I think that's going to be the 2022 joke is bribe them. Bribe them. Bribe them for a mug. Bribe them. Bribe, bribe them and mug them. Bribe them and mug them and bribe them. Mug them and bribe them. Mug them and bribe them. There you go. So if you are on Apple Podcasts, we are going to bribe you with a mug. We, we're going to come to your house and mug you, then bribe yes. you. It's going to be really confusing. <laughs> I'm already confused. And I don't know where we are right now. You will. So go to Apple Podcasts, hit, smash those five stars, leave us a review. If we feature it, we'll reach out to you. You get a mug. We bribe you with a mug. That's how we do it here. Why? Because we can. Who? I don't know. But we're going to do it anyway. Go out and do it. That's your new challenge. Until next time, guys. We'll see you, and we're going to rethink fatherhood. Woo! We're going to do it. Woo!